1: Well, uh, this is, this is just getting fun now. Like, like we're having a good time now, right? Like seriously, like what do we even do? Eight straight wins and the standard is forming. We'll get to that on today's episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed locked on magic today is November 30th, 2023. My name is Philip Rosserike. I'm the expert insight editor over at Orlando Magic You're going to follow me on Twitter at Philip underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, are we having fun yet? The vibes at the Amway Center are great as the Orlando Magic pick up another win how the good times kept on rolling at the Amway Center over the Washington Wizards, and why there's some cracks in the foundation we need to be thinking about. Yeah, I'm going to put some water on the fire and, and, and douse it a little bit, but we got to talk about that. And the players are talking about it too, which is even better. We'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. First, we want to thank you again for making Lockdown Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's great Locked On podcasts covering every single team in the NBA to search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Magic is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase. We are having fun now. And look that's 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 something Jamal Mosley talks about as much as we want to talk about the details we'll get to those as much as we want to talk about so many other things about this team one thing Jamal Mosley always says is you have to play with joy you have to play with a certain spirit about you with a certain uh, appreciation with you have to be willing to enjoy the journey, enjoy the work. You detail the work, but you enjoy it. And look, it's not always easy to do that when wins are hard to come by. During it, a now eight-game win streak, it's fun. Like, the Amboy Center is a fun place to be. The crowd is energizing. Uh, the players are confident. I mean, it's not every day that Jalen Suggs and Cole Anthony, you know, or that Jalen Suggs, I don't think Cole Anthony had anything to do with it, but it's not every day that Jalen Suggs gets to pull out his inner Dwayne Wade and show, you know, yeah, show up the Wizards a little bit. Sorry, Washington. Um, the Orlando Magic are just doing whatever they want. And as Kyle Kuzma told The Athletic after the game tonight, we couldn't defend a stop sign. Orlando, you know, success breeds success and confidence breeds confidence. And this magic team is just absolutely rolling. Whether it's Jalen Suggs pulling out a 360 dunk after intercepting a pass at midcourt, whether it's Suggs getting his steal, going on the break, throwing up on oop, and going all Dwayne Wade on him with the celebration afterward, you know, yucking it up with the crowd, just like enjoying and soaking in every moment. That's been building here for three years, whether it's the magic shooting 60% from the floor, 63% on 17 for 27 shooting from beyond the arc, putting in a team, a season high 34 assists, scoring a season high 139 points, posting a season high 133.7 offensive rating. All that stuff is good. The team is winning and they are having a good time. And, you know, that is something about this group. You know, Franz Auger scored 17 of his 31 points for back-to-back 30-point games, by the way, in the third quarter to help the Magic put a foot down and a stamp on this game. Everything is rolling right now for the Orlando Magic. Everything is working right now for the Orlando Magic. This is just fun. People want to talk about this team. People want to be around this team. You know, we're getting ready for the big Duvin uh, uh, drop over at, I've, over at uh, 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 tomorrow. Uh, thanks, thanks, Duvin, for, for the gear. Um, everyone wants a piece of this Magic team right now. Even the national media wants a little piece of this Magic team right now. This is fun. This is what we've all dreamed of. We've been waiting a decade for a game where the Magic and we're going to get to this did not play their best. The offense was great, of course, um, with with some caveats, but the Magic did not play their best, and they still ended up on top. They still ended up winning comfortably. And as I and we're going to dive into some of the concerns I have and and, and some of the concerns the team shares. So I, I feel I feel okay talking about it because the team knows they can play better. But here's the thing about being on an eight-game win streak and being this confident and good. You can make mistakes and live with them and make up for them. Now, of course, you have to consider the opponent. Washington is not very good. They've got three wins on the season. They're struggling defensively. And while they are a very potent offensive team and tried to throw a lot of junk at the Orlando Magic defensively, uh, it, it didn't matter. It didn't work. Um, It worked only as far as it worked. Um, And it didn't work very far. First quarter, maybe. This Magic team has a lot figured out. But more importantly, what we've learned in this eight-game winning streak and and why this is so much fun is we're learning the standard. You know, you hear a lot of teams say, you know, we're playing to a standard. You know, we we have our standards. This team has said a lot of those cliches. We are learning this team's standard. We are learning what this team is about and what their path to victory is. We talked about that formula for victory. We know this team is going to get after you defensively, be disruptive, be physical, be in passing lanes. We know that they're going to communicate and and be on the same page. We know they're going to play with ferocity and intensity. We know they're going to attack the offensive glass. They're going to try and get out and transition we know all of these these things we can check off every box and say okay this is what the team's trying to do or this is who the team's trying to be like that play that was so much fun the highlight of the night the alley the alley you passed to Cole Anthony that play is magic basketball a steal a fast break a lob a dunk a celebration with the team and with the fans That is magic basketball. That is part of the standard. And as this team gets better, and obviously now 13 and five, as this team gets better, that standard becomes even more important because you're no longer playing the score. You're no longer playing your opponent. You're playing the standard. And and, and this, again, has been a phrase that has been repeated throughout the last couple of weeks. That you know, it's we're winning, and that's good. That means we're doing something right. But also, we know we've got to play, we got to do X, Y, and Z. And if we do that, more often than not, even when the competition gets tougher, we are going to win. That's the standard, and that's what the magic are forming and playing to. And so, yes, the team is having a lot of fun in the process, the team is trying new things, they're discovering so much about itself. And look, we got a long way to go. December is a December schedule is very, very tough. We may go over it tomorrow just to prepare you for it. But this team has figured out a lot has put itself in a great position to grow and develop and improve. And they get to have, you know, They get to enjoy this process. But, like I said, the standard is the standard, and while a 19-point win under any circumstances is a reason to celebrate, while any win, especially a win that puts the magic on the doorstep of franchise history, is a reason to celebrate, cracks are beginning to show. The good times may not last, and this Magic team has got to get back to playing its brand of basketball. We'll talk about where this team is starting to slip a little bit and how this team fixes it or how this team overcame it in Wednesday's win. We're going to get to that coming up here in just a moment. But first, it's time for a quick word from our friends over at game time. The Orlando Magic have just one more home game left on the six-game homestand. It is Friday night against the Washington Wizards once again, so the Magic will have to face Uh, Face this team again, try and figure out how to slow them down because I don't think the Magic will shoot 60% from the floor again. And if you want to get in and see the Magic for the last time until their their, uh, makeup game, December 8th, I don't know if it's a makeup game, but until their in-season tournament makeup game, December 8th, next Friday, against the Detroit Pistons, Game Time is your ticket to the game. Look, we all want last-minute tickets, and Game Time is the best place to find last-minute deals to any sporting event, concert, anything really that you want. With killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. They are obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. It's the place to find last minute seats. They've also got exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball concerts, comedy, theater. And more the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price too. if you find tickets in the same section and row for less game time is going to credit you 110% for the difference. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time, download the game time app, create an account and use code locked on NBA for $20 off your first purchase terms apply, create an account and redeem code locked on NBA. That's L O C K E D O N N B A for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price
0: Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Don't
1: forget to check out that, don't forget that Locked On, has launched the first-ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first-ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel today. Also, good friends, don't forget that Thursday is the Duvin pop-up at the yard at Ivano. I know these were really, really popular when they did their first pop-up last year, this year they got a whole a brand new set of uh, designs, uh, including this lovely sweater, uh, which is super super soft uh, with the old warm-up jacket design, the, the greatest jersey design of all time. You can see it here uh, on screen if you're watching on YouTube. That's going to start at four. I'm going to make sure I can pull it up here. There it is. Yeah, yeah, looks good. Um, it starts at four going till 10 at the yard at I I was not able to make the, uh, the pop-up last year because of my day job. Uh, but I've been told that things sell out very, very quickly. I'm going to head down there around four, try and get some extra items. I want to thank Duven for sending, sending a little care package to, to, to entice, entice us there. Uh, thanks to Garrett and the crew over at Duven. Check it out. Take it be, be a great hang with magic fans at the very, very least. Lots of great, great stuff as well. Um, check it out again. Four o'clock at the yard at Ivanhoe for the Juven pop up. They'll also have them at the Amway Center on Friday. Okay, I I don't want to be the downer here. Um, I, I was in the press room joking with some of the some of the uh, uh, staff staffers there, some of the other reporters there, and I was just like, you know, do I start treating this team like a playoff team? Do I start? saying, okay, we're, we're a playoff team now. Winning isn't impressive anymore. You got to win the right way. You got to win with an eye on April. And everyone universally said, no, not yet. It's too early for that. And so we led with the fun. We led with, hey, this is fun. We're all enjoying it. This team's good. They're doing things. They're forming their identity. They're figuring out who they are. But I, I, I can't get it out of my head. Uh, And the players, you know, Jalen Suggs, Franz Wagner were up on the podium. Jamal Mosley was also up on the podium. They were, you know, they were in a celebratory mood. But they're also in a, okay, we've got to get back to work kind of mood as well. Um, They are in a, um, you know, this is... This is the this is the part of the show where we have to talk. Okay, what kind of team is this? You know what what is this team actually capable of doing? Uh, I am a believer that you do change expectations. You do you do shift a little bit your goals as the season progresses. This is not a play in team anymore. This is a team, yes, learning how to win and winning for the first time. And so there's going to be mistakes like this, like the ones made in this game, like the ones made in Sunday's game. But I think it was. Franz Wagner, who said it, like, this is two games in a row where our defense did not play up to the way that we're used to it playing. Our defense did not deliver in the way that we're accustomed to. Now, both Charlotte and Washington are both teams that really like to push the pace. And, and, and you know, you are got to see scores jump up. And, you know, they gave them 117 to Charlotte. Charlotte but it was only a 110 offensive rating or defensive rating. Against Washington, they gave up 116. That's now four of the last six games where the Magic have given up more than 115 points total. The offense has come along. They entered the day 16th in the league in offensive rating. I know, crazy, right? Um, So the Magic are still winning games. That's ultimately what matters. But like I said, this team is getting to a point where they're no longer playing to a score. They're no longer playing just for the results of the games they're playing. They are playing to a standard. They're playing to their style. They're playing to what their expectations for themselves are. They're playing to the team that they're going to be in April. You know, Franz Wagner said it best after the game. We're playing really well right now, but the goal isn't to play well, really well right now. The goal is to play really well in April, and there's still a lot for this team to improve on. So I will sit here and say it because I was feeling it from the team. So I think it gives me permission to say, to say what I'm thinking here. This was not good. You know, again, I will use this example. If this were Boston, if this were Denver, if this were championship level teams, we'd be sitting here like, yeah, they won. But that's not going to get the job done against better competition. No offense to Washington. The record is what it is. Kyle Kuzma did say they couldn't defend a stop sign. The Magic were able to make a lot of mistakes against Washington. They were able to make a lot of mistakes against Charlotte. You know, I've talked forever about the margin for error, about how the Magic had to be perfect to win a lot of their games because they just simply weren't good enough. This team is not that. This team can make mistakes and still beat teams like Washington, like Charlotte. And so maybe they get to Saturday, a team that beat them in Brooklyn that they really want to get, I'm sure, and maybe that refocuses them and this is all not anything to worry about. But these are the cracks that you got to pave over now. These are the cracks you got to fill and tighten up now. And I'm a little disappointed the Magic didn't do that after practice on Tuesday. Here are the numbers, just straight up numbers. Washington shot 47.1 percent from floor. That's pretty good defense there. 11 for 29 from three. That's pretty good. Orlando ultimately did do some good things defensively. I'm not going to sit here and say they didn't. They had 19 turnovers though for 25 Washington points. They gave up 32 fast break points. They gave up 52 points in the paint. They did outscore them in the paint, 66-52, so still a win there. The Magic gave up 35 free throw attempts. Washington made 27. And, And the free throw attempts more than anything else tells me the Magic were a little lax defensively. They weren't focused in. They weren't defending without fouling. Now, again, the good news is the Magic won. Don't lose sight of that. That's important. Despite these flaws, despite these mistakes, despite the Magic not having their best defense, despite having to play Washington's game at Washington's pace for a good chunk of the game, Orlando still won, and they still won comfortably. Um, They trailed early in the first quarter, took the lead by the end of the quarter, led by 10 and a half, lead fluctuated between about 12 and 6 points for most of the third quarter, ended that quarter strong. Built up a 15-point lead, and then just frankly never looked back in the fourth. As a professional win. I'm not going to complain so much about that. But here's the thing: if the Magic play the way they played against Washington or Charlotte next Monday against or next uh Wednesday against Cleveland, they're gonna lose. If they play that way, if that becomes a habit, because now we have two of these games, if that becomes the habit. A team like Washington can pick them off. They're good enough offensively. You let them get hot. You let them get confident. And that never happened in this game. They can pick you off. And again, I want to credit the Magic. And I think Jalen Suggs pointed this out. Like, you know, the defense wasn't what they're used to. But they still had long stretches where they got stops. And that's when the Magic built their lead. The Magic were able to put constant pressure on them. Offensively, for the most part. Um, so that when their defense did show up for however long it showed up, the Magic were able to put this game away and win the game. So, I, you know, I got to give them that credit. I got to give them that. And again, they did what they had to do to win. They still won the game. So that part is good. But again, the standard is the standard. The Magic are not going to win many games playing like this. They got to find their defense right now. Um, You know, played well against Boston. Didn't play great against Denver. Played well against Toronto. They got to find that defensive intensity again. Maybe it's just hard to do that for 48 minutes and for 82 games. Maybe there's just going to be some stretches where it slips and then it comes back. Maybe it's going to be like shooting. It's a rhythm thing that they just got to find again. But that's who this team is. Because, look, Orlando's not going to shoot 60% from the floor again. It's got it. They play Washington on Friday. Maybe it'll happen then. They play Detroit next Friday. It might happen then. Um, but these aren't the teams we're measuring ourselves against. Like beating Washington, beating Detroit, you're beating Washington, I do want to say beating Detroit, beating Washington, beating Charlotte, that's what you're supposed to do as a playoff team. And yes, let's change that expectation now. This is a playoff team. This is a top six team in the Eastern Conference. Name six, name six better teams than the Magic. I'll give you Boston. I'll give you Philly. I'll give you Milwaukee. Are the Pacers that much better than the Magic? Are the Cavs that much better than the Magic right now? Are the Hawks? Are the Nets? Are the Heat? Are the Knicks? Heat and Knicks. I'll, uh, maybe I'll give you those two teams so I get you to the five. This Magic team can make the playoffs straight up. And that, that should be the goal. And that should be what we're directing all our energy toward. And so... Don't be upset with the win. It was fun. It was enjoyable. This whole thing has been great. But know that this team is playing for something bigger, something more important, something better. And that's where this team has to be reaching toward and focused on. They did well on Wednesday night. They can do better. And I think the team understands and realizes that, and that's as promising as anything to help them try and make that happen. We're going to go over the final box to so we'll talk about individual performances coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word for our friends over at FanDuel. The weather has gotten much chillier here in Central Florida. We're in the 50s, baby. Gotta love it. But the NFL offers stay hot, like summer hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com and kick off the NFL season today. FanDuel as an official partner of the NFL. Okay, let's go through the final box scores. The Orlando Magic defeat the Washington Wizards 139-120. to 120. Again, I don't want to sound alarmist. I, like, I'm being serious here. I'm not being an alarmist. The Magic are playing really, really well. They're playing at a high level. The offense is flowing. Um, they're, they're discovering who they are. We're going to see if it travels here and over the weekend. Um, they're discovering who they are. They're playing very, very well. They're getting the job done. That's ultimately what matters. They are getting the job done. The results are coming in. They're up. Their their eight game winning streak is is incredible. The vibes are good. The energy is good. This team is having a good time. They're playing with confidence. They're figuring out their way to win every night. It can be different. Like I think Suggs made this point really really well. Some nights it's about the details and grinding and and locking in. Some nights it's a little bit of a track meet, like it was tonight, like it was Wednesday night. The Magic are adapting to what the game needs and still finding ways to, to make it happen and, and deliver the wins. And, and again that is a skill. I, I want to make this perfectly clear. when I was you know watching the 2008, 2009, 2010 magic teams, the thing I was constantly amazed by is I would say the magic didn't play very well today and they still won by 10, 12 points. you know I I don't want to call this team quite that level yet. But against Washington and Charlotte, they did not play well and they took care of their business comfortably. Like, neither of those games were ever really in doubt toward the end. So there's a lot to be very excited about. Don't, you know, don't take my warning signs or take my uh, saying that we need to kind of raise our standards and expectations for this team as saying that this team is not delivering everything they promised us and a whole lot more. This is fun. I hope this win streak never ends. Um... But I really, I mean, it, it's going to end at some point, but I don't, I hope this one street never ends um, and the magic are taking care of their business. It's been very, very impressive. And you know, it's something that does feel very sustainable. This does not feel like a flash in the pan. This doesn't feel like a little bit of schedule luck, maybe getting to this point it is, but they beat in Boston, they beat in Denver, they beat in Chicago on the road, they beat Indiana on the road, they beaten some good teams here. So, you know, the positivity trend should be rolling, I'm just trying to make sure that the engine doesn't overheat. That's that, that's that's what I'm trying to do. So, like I said, Franz Wagner, the star of the game, in my opinion. 17 of his 31 points in the third quarter. 11 for 14 shooting. 4 for 6 from beyond the arc. 5 for 6 from the foul line. 6 rebounds. 3 assists. He was not so much in the first quarter. First quarter, he was quiet. But second and third quarter, just like against Charlotte, really aggressive. Getting downhill. Getting to the basket. Getting out in transition. The thing with Franz is so much of his offense comes in the flow of things. I um, you know, I think Franz said on NBA TV that one of his focuses was getting more physical, getting to line more. That is certainly what's happening, too. The other thing I noticed is, like, he is, he is really doing well pushing guys off their spot. Players are backing up when he comes at them, and he does a really good job kind of digging his shoulder into a guy's chest, getting a little bit of separation, knocking him off balance, and finishing over him. Like, he's already got great balance. He's already great at avoiding contact, getting to the rim. His game has really, really grown, and now we're finally seeing it. He struggled to shoot a little bit at the beginning of the year. Now we're finally starting to see the percentages come up. If you look just during this win streak, his percentages are like right where he was um, last year in the first year, so that kind of efficiency issue's kind of gone away. Franz is playing very, very well. He's looking to be more sort of back-to-back 30-point games really says it all. He, he's just been excellent and, and carrying this team in a lot of ways. Um, Jalen Suggs, 22 points, nine for 15 shooting three for six from deep three rebounds, three assists, two steals as well. Um, Suggs just, he's the heart of this team. Like there's, there's no other way to describe it. He is the heart of this team and he just, he just puts his heart and soul into every game, man. Like it's, 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 I'm a broken record on that. Like. He made his three-pointers. He was shooting very, very confidently. He hit that first three. He knew it was going to be a good night. Getting to the basket, just causing mayhem wherever he goes. Um, just, and just and taking laps around the Amway Center, just enjoying all the love that he gets, man. It's just been, he's he's figured stuff out. He plays at such a fast pace. Everyone on this, no one on this team really wants to run as fast as he does. He just goes, and he's just so aggressive. So there's, there's a lot to love. About Jalen Suggs and the way he's playing and just continue to add to that here. Um, Cole A to the off the bench, another solid 25 points, nine for six shooting, three for five from deep, four for five from the foul line, six rebounds, five assists. Just again, great job getting in the lane, great job hitting those half floaters and 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 mid-range jumpers where he just stops and pulls up, hit a bunch of threes, just a really just solid game. Cole's in the back in his groove as well. Um, like again, this offense is rolling. I know we want to talk about the defense, and everyone is. A little bit concerned, at least with with the with the offense. The offense is working right now. Like no concerns about the Orlando Magic's offense at, at the moment. It's it's doing the thing. It's doing its job. So just a, a great great job there. Um, Joe Ingles, twelve points, five for seven shooting, six assists. Again, Orlando was struggling with the starting lineup, and then Joe Ingles comes in for Anthony Black and Franz Wager. Uh, Gary Harris comes in for Anthony Black, Joe Ingles comes in for Franz Wagner with that second with that with when they break the lineup and he just gets everything moving man like it's it, I know I'm a broken record on him too. Joe Ingles just seems to fix every problem that the Magic have. Just just plain and simple. Fix every problem that the Magic has. It's 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 been impressive to watch how important he's been. Mo Wagner had 11 points, Caleb Houston with 9 points in garbage time. Uh, don't mean to say garbage time. He, he played some important minutes, but he had, to cut, he had three threes at, toward the end of the game. Um, Goga Batadze with eight points. Anthony Black with a solid seven points, five rebounds, three assists. Really nice effort from him. Really rough game though for Paolo Banquero. Paolo Banquero just six points, two for eight shooting, two for three from the foul line, four rebounds, four assists, four turnovers. He really struggled to get himself going. Uh, Washington was blitzing every screen. They were trying to double everyone they're trying to just get deflections and steals and, and 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 kind of catch the magic unaware. um orlando eventually settled in and did a good job attacking it, it there was a lot of struggle to get there that's why washington was able to build a little bit of lead stay in the game because the turnovers were just constant from orlando uh, again 19 turnovers for 25 washington points um palo just really struggled he couldn't get into a rhythm was trying to get to the foul line couldn't get calls um he did eventually uh leave the game with a sprained ankle. He didn't leave the game. He was subbed out at his normal time, didn't play in the fourth quarter. Um, Jamal Mosley said after the game that he had a, he tweaked his ankle a little bit, you know, not clear what his status would be for Friday's game, but you know, I, I bet he will be on the injury report, but I would bet he'd play. Um, just a rough game for him. You could, you could feel his frustration. He kind of had a shot in the third quarter where our second quarter where he shot, you know, he drew a foul, just kind of threw the ball at the rim and it went in and he kind of, you know, threw his hands up as just like, of course, that one goes in. That's the shot that the shot I wasn't even trying to make is the one that goes in. It was just that kind of night for Paolo. And luckily the rest of the team was able to lift him up. Orlando shoots again, 60.7% from the floor, 17 for 27 from three, 20 for 24 from the foul line They get out free throw, 27 for 35 for Washington. Um, Only nine offensive rebounds. So the Magic did a lot of things in this game that they don't typically do. They got out-rebounded. They got out second-chance points. They got out fast-break points. They did win the paint, which is big for this team as well. But it just, you know, it came down to Orlando, made every shot they took. They were able to get to the rim. They were able to get to the basket. They were able to get feet, set threes. They were able to do whatever they wanted to Washington's defense. As long as they weren't turning the ball over, the Magic got quality looks and was just about making them. They made them, um, which is, again, why I'm a little bit concerned. You know, I'd still be a little concerned for Friday, because this magic team's probably not going to shoot 60% from the floor again. Their defense has got to tighten up. They got to tighten up the turnovers, especially to give them a chance. But you know, again, having said that, the defensive stops the magic did make 10 turnovers of 12 points, getting out in the break a little bit. They they had 15 fast break points. The 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 defense did supercharge the offense when it had to. The magic got stops when they had to. And ultimately, they won the game, which is all that really matters in the end. Orlando on an eight game win streak with a 139 to 120 win over the Washington Wizards. Back in action with a rematch on Friday to close this homestand at the Amway Center. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. You will find me on Twitter at PhilipRR underscore OMD. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. If you're tuned in, Hamway, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all of the places on the podcast to your podcast, Enable to to Advice for Lays on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at OmagicDaily. And, of course, be sure to check out my Patreon page, the Orlando Magic Hub. That's patreon.com slash Orlando Magic Hub. Don't forget to check out the Duvin Duvin, uh, pop-up launch coming up on Thursday at Ivanhoe Yard Brewery. Let me make sure I have that right. At the Yard at Ivanhoe. See, I got it wrong. At the Yard at Ivanhoe uh, near downtown Orlando. Get some great gear like this wonderful T-shirt that says, I Believe in Magic because we all believe in magic and there's plenty of reason to believe to believe today. Uh, I'll be chilling down there uh, probably close to open at 4 PM Eastern time. If you want to come say hi, um, it's going to be great. Hang out for magic fans, regardless of whether you buy anything or not. Thanks again to the guys at Duven for uh, giving, giving out the, giving out the swag and, and, and helping promote and helping spread, spread the word about the, the Orlando magic, the, the best team in Eastern conference right now, like best team in the NBA right now, hottest team in the NBA right now. Um, news to say. Um, On tomorrow's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to talk about the lessons the Magic learned from their in-season tournament run and how the in-season tournament can be even better next year. We'll get to that on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Magic, but until then, for Orlando Magic, Daily Locked On Magic, this has been Phil Frost and Mike. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic.